Hey folks, this is the Other People Podcast. I'm Brad Listy, and I am not going to be featuring a conversation with an author this week in light of everything that's been going on over the past several days in the United States of America and around the world in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd with all of the protests that have been happening uh, around the globe, but especially here at home in the States. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel fair to my guest to air the episode this week. It uh, just feels you know, off. And so I'm just going to say a few words briefly and then get quiet. So uh, I'm in Los Angeles. I can hear helicopters right now. I don't know if you can hear them in the background, but I am, you know, the protests that are happening at this moment are happening not even a mile from my door. And this has been the case for the past several days. It's been unbelievable. And I frankly don't know exactly what to tell you. I have been wrestling with this. This is like the fourth time I've tried to record this monologue and I keep erasing versions and starting over again because I feel like I'm just going to sound like a fucking moron. And I don't want to uh, talk out of turn or say something stupid. So, uh, like, you know, it's just some top line thoughts that have been occurring to me. About the state of things in the country, uh, you know, from a larger perspective about the issue of systemic racism among law enforcement and throughout our society and the burdens that uh, communities of color have had to bear for far too long and what we do about that. that. That's what I'm thinking about. I think all of us are thinking about that or most of us are thinking about that. And, you know, one thing that comes to mind that I think uh, gets said here and there but maybe needs to be said a little bit more often is that white people need to talk to other white people. Like obviously we need to listen to communities of color and we need to hear their grievances and understand what's happening to them and we need to listen to their their messages. But we also need to talk amongst ourselves about how we can be better and about how we can take responsibility for this and lead the charge in fixing it. Because white people do not bear the burden that community, you know, communities of color have borne for entirely too long. So we need to talk to each other. We need to talk to friends and family members who might be resistant to the idea that you know, white people bear a particular responsibility for this. We need to have those conversations. So that's one thing I'm thinking about. Another thing that uh, I've been thinking about is something that President Obama wrote in a post on Medium. You know, I I, I always want to try to think of like practical things to do. Like, how do you take all of this and channel it into direct action that's going to have an actual tangible benefit? You know, how do we make the the change? And uh, something that he said that that really resonated with me was uh, was about state and local races voting in state and local races, volunteering and getting engaged in state and local politics, because he makes the very important point that if we want to affect change 
in our law enforcement apparatus in particular, this is where the action is in state and local races. And these elections typically don't turn people out. The voting totals are pitiful in a state race for some office that nobody even really understands. Well, the, the point is, try to understand it, because this particular office probably has the ability to affect change. And if you can turn out 10,000 people to vote, you can flip the thing. So get savvy and uh, get activated in state and local politics if you want to actually do something to make things better. I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. That makes sense to me. I can't help but think about Donald Trump. I can't help but think about the weird truth that is this moment and uh, how unsurprising it feels to me that we're here. How weird it is that this is completely unsurprising to me. Not just with the issues around systemic racism, but just in general, the, the, the general tumult, the COVID, the, the resulting economic fallout, the protests in the streets, the country at this breaking point, or at this, what do they call it, an inflection point. Not surprising to me. Could see it coming. And, uh, you know, it brings to mind Sarah Kenzier, who's been a guest on this program a couple of times. I talked to her just a few weeks ago. She has a book out called Hiding in Plain Sight, and she's a very astute um, analyst of this era and a great writer. And she says something that I'm going to paraphrase uh, in her book, you know, sort of a, along the lines of it's, ter- it's a terrible feeling to see a catastrophe coming. That resonates with me. I've seen this coming for a long time, and I think a lot of us have seen this coming for a long time. We've seen it coming for the past four years, ever since Trump took office. And frankly, I've felt it coming, uh, you know, over the course of my lifetime. Developments in our politics across the spectrum, but in particular on, on the right side of the spectrum, things have devolved to the place where we are now, where you have a Republican president who is thoroughly anti-democratic and autocratic in his aspirations. And you have a GOP uh, Congress that is enabling him. And you have him, uh, you know, picking judges and hiring people to run the Justice Department who have zero interest in democracy or in any of the finest ideals that this country is supposed to stand for. And it's very dangerous. So I think about him with uh, an incredible amount of antipathy. And I think about the importance of voting him out or getting him out of office uh, otherwise through impeachment or some kind of emergency, 25th Amendment, whatever. Like, he has to go. He must be removed from office in order for things to get better. So that's been on my mind. Just that deep frustration with the state of things at the top, with the corrupted, soulless, bigoted, racist, misogynistic, 
faux religious bullshit that has been pumped out of the executive branch and, you know, right-wing politics in this country, especially for the past God knows how many years, and has just reached this kind of nadir that it threatens all of us. I'm completely over it. And I'm also over people of every uh, political persuasion, left, right, or center, who was privy, if you were privy to information that was vital to the public interest, but you did not speak out, or you did not take courageous action to try to stop this when you could have, you need to go. There's been such a colossal failure of leadership in this country during this era. And uh, the people responsible for those failures need to be held to account. That's what I think. So that's the third thing. And then the fourth thing, uh, you know, just as a, as a closing note, is that COVID is not gone. I keep thinking about this, you know, as I see the protests here in Los Angeles and I watch the other protests on television around the country, I worry about another outbreak. You know, it's so crazy right now. There's so much going on. And I think people, too, are just sort of sick of being in their living rooms and they're ready to be outside. It's another reason why these protests have taken off so much. People don't have work. They've got nothing to do. They've been inside. They're stir-crazy. They're ready to head out into the streets. But take care of yourselves. Remember that COVID affects vulnerable people in particular the elderly communities of color disabled people you may be fine but it could kill them and that i think gets to the heart of what this moment should be about anyway which is you know taking stock thinking about matters of personal responsibility and what i can do in particular and how i can be of benefit to the most vulnerable because they need our help the most, especially right now. All right, so that's it for me this week. I appreciate you listening, and I'll be back next week. I don't know exactly with what. I got to see how things develop. I'm going to try to, going to try to res, you know respond uh, accordingly, and in a way that makes some sense. But I'm not going to you know if things are completely batshit crazy, I'm not just going to roll out an episode. It's not fair to my guest. So stay safe, take care of one another, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.